The Today Manufacturing Podcast offers a powerful and unique perspective on the biggest stories impacting U.S. manufacturers. Anna Wells, David Manti, and Jeff Ranke apply their experience as editors of industry-leading brands Manufacturing.net and Industrial Equipment News in providing in-depth analysis of the latest headlines. Their insight, along with a mix of humor and human interest, makes Today in Manufacturing a go-to source. Keep pace with supply chain challenges, electric vehicle developments, labor struggles, robotics, and more by listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Today in Manufacturing podcast. As a labor shortage rages in nearly every industry, we see reports suggesting that wages are increasing in many areas to attract workers. In fact, just this week we learned that the average pay for grocery and restaurant workers has topped $15 an hour for the first time. But would it surprise you to learn that as wages inch up for the lowest paid, that they're going up at the executive level as well? Probably not. A new report issued by the Economic Policy Institute has tracked CEO pay back to 1978 and says that the average chief executive's pay has grown 1,322% in that time period. And while that's certainly a long span of time, more than 40 years, the average worker's pay has grown a mere 18% during that same time. This means the average CEO makes $351 for every dollar the average worker does. And though a recent report in Forbes says wealth increased for the ultra-wealthy to the tune of $5 trillion during the pandemic, EPI points out that the CEO-to-worker pay ratio isn't even the highest it's ever been. That happened in 2000 when it was 366 to 1. And even if you're at the bottom rung of this lopsided ladder, you're not alone. The report says that even the top 0.1% of workers, those just below the chief executive category, still make about six and a half times less, putting CEOs, according to the report's author Lawrence Michelle, quote, in their own stratosphere. But there's hope. EPI says that the existing labor shortage will continue to put pressure on companies to increase wages and benefits for even their lowest paid workers, and that should shift some power in the direction of the rank and file, which is, says Michelle, quote, something they desperately need. I'm Anna Wells, and this is IEN Now. 